0: Hey everyone, welcome to Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. We are on episode 2 of the 7th season of Survivor, that is Survivor Pearl Islands. It's the first season that we're going through though, so you haven't missed anything. Uh, My name is Alex, I am your super duper fan and host through our Outwatch experience. And I am here with three of my friends who are Survivor noobs who are experiencing this season for the first time. And we will be going, rewatching this season, uh, reacting to the big moments, the great TV moments, the strategy, the story, um, and hope we will have a great time and you'll be able to experience it with us. Uh, (laughs) Scott, welcome to Outwatch. How's it going?
1: Pretty good, pretty good. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be recording episode two. How's everybody else doing?
0: (laughs) Great. Uh, Emily, how's it how's it going?
2: How's it great? <laughs> well, you guessed it. It's great.
0: <laughs> so good. Uh, and Adam, how are you this evening? Uh, I'm just
3: here so I don't get fined. <laughs> good, good sports the reference. reference. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I gotcha. Emily's looking at me very
0: confused.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, Adam. Thank,
0: Thank you. you. Mm-hmm. So for this episode of Outwatch, we're going through episode two of Pearl Islands, entitled To Quit or Not to Quit, uh, the age-old question that I face every day. Technically, uh, there's no question mark in the title, so... Uh, the quandary, so to speak. <laughs> uh, and before we dive in with our three uh, mail road recap, uh, I have a resource I'd like to share with you guys my Outwatch participants and also you at home listening to help you as you think through, uh, the gameplay of survivor and whether people are doing it well or not. Um, I have a list of the seven rules of survivor with two appendices. Uh, this is a list put together by the great David Bloomberg, a frequenter on R- Rob has a podcast. Um, He hosts the show Why Blank Lost, where every week they talk about the player that was voted out and how they ultimately failed to do these rules well and were voted out. So here's some things to think about as we're watching, um, and I guess some, like, metrics by which to judge whether someone's playing well or not. Rule one is scheme and plot. You must scheme and plot in order to be successful in Survivor. If you do not... Uh, you're not playing well because you're not thinking strategically and you're not advancing yourself and putting yourself in a good position. That's an easy one. Rule two, don't scheme and plot too much slash keep your scheming secret slash don't backstab until you absolutely need to. One of the beautiful things, in my opinion, about Survivor, what makes it such a great game, is that you must be active strategically, but if you're too active strategically... People know that you're active, and they vote you out. So it's finding the great balance between actually doing the things you need to do, but doing it in a way that's not, like, super overt and makes you a threat. Rule three, be flexible. Stuff uh, changes in Survivor very frequently. And if you are married to one alliance or one plan, that's going to go wrong, and you're going to be host. I don't believe in divorce. Uh, <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Uh, Sorry. No, um, ironically enough, rule number five, we'll skip four to get to this one, is play to be nice, slash, play the social game and keep your politics and controversial beliefs to yourself. So Adam would have failed rule five with his <laughs> recent comment. <laughs> because this is, people often say that Survivor is three parts. Make up the game. There is the the strategic game, the physical game, Outlet. and the social outplay. game. Out. No. Yeah. I'm confused. <laughs> something like that. Would outplay out last, but that happens in physical, strategic, and social. So five's about the social game. Play it well. Four, taking a back uh step back, is don't let your emotions control you. This could be said in life as well as in Survivor. Uh, But when you are sleep and food deprived and with people that probably annoy you, it's really easy to let your emotions control you. It's also really easy to make bad decisions when that happens. Rule number six, don't be too much of a threat. And that can be physically, it can be strategically uh, less common, but it can also be socially. When you are a big threat, you are voted out most of the time. Rule seven, less relevant for these early seasons. Uh, is know how to deal with idols and advantages. Um, using those kind of secret extra elements is really important, as if any of you watched the most recent season, Healers, Heroes, Hustlers, uh, Great the name. winner... It's a bad name. It's a really <laughs> bad name. <laughs> I would have tuned in had I known. So <laughs> The winner used idols and advantages really well, and that's why you won. Two quick appendices. Make your number one is make your votes count. Keep in mind your end goal. Uh, Vote out the people that are going to get in the way of you getting to the end. Keep along the people that are going to help you get there. Pretty self-explanatory. And then Appendix B is the jury phase. Um, Voting people out in a way that they don't hate you when you do that so that if you do get to the end, you have people there that want you to win and want to vote for you in the end. Uh, I hope that's helpful for you guys so, to I mean, think about.
3: That's that's basically just Stephen Covey's The Seven
0: Habits of Highly Effective People. <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> I'm a lot more familiar with uh, Survivor than I am personal effectiveness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the two do not go hand in hand.
0: I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the they're mutually
3: exclusive. <laughs> <hand in laughs>
0: <laughs> so there you go. Uh, hopefully those things will be some things to think about as we're judging how well players are playing. And for those of you at home, you should check out Rob Has a Podcast, and you should check out Why Blank Lost. is a Good Podcast, and those rules are on their website. Did Rob plug us? Because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it, if Rob plugs us, then we have done then well. we do care. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are going to recap Episode two, to quit or not to quit of Survivor Pearl Islands. And then we will take a deep dive into the individual events of that episode. So kicking off uh, this episode, it starts with us seeing how miserable Morgan is. They voted someone off. uh, They're unable to sleep. They constructed a shelter in a poor fashion, and they're really struggling because of it. Um, Rupert we find out, has a very intimate relationship with his fishing spear and catches many, many fish. Uh, Then at the reward challenge, Morgan really, really, really sucks. Um, They blow it entirely. They were never close. Uh, Skinny Ryan especially went out to swim and get things out of the water um, and did horribly. And so Drake, (laughs) winning the reward challenge, wins a part of a treasure map which will point them to, well, treasure, and the chance to loot Morgan for one item from their camp. So they send Sandra, the queen, and she, after much deliberation and some snarkiness, takes their tarp. They weren't very happy about it. We go back to Drake. Who would be? Yeah, if you lose the tarp, that's bad news. So back at Drake, uh, Sean tries to go fishing, and he breaks Rupert's spear, which causes some real existential dread and sadness in Rupert um, among the <laughs> likes no one's really seen before. But uh, later in Rupert's uh, misery, he goes and sweeps the ocean, finds the, the spear and releases a truly primal yell <laughs> in his flowery skirt, just uh, <laughs> deep in the ocean. A yell heard around the world, some say. later at immunity, uh, Morgan gets the early lead, but really blows it due to being unable to untangle ropes Uh, and Drake comes from behind and wins again, so Morgan has to go back to tribal Austin, at this point, tells some people to vote him out he says he uh, is going to get pneumonia if he stays out here and doesn't want to play anymore so he tells some people, particularly Skinny Ryan to vote him out but then, at Tribal, uh, Skinny Ryan himself is the one who is voted out. Only he and Lillian actually vote for Austin. Turns out Austin wants to stay after all. And Skinny Ryan is the first person, or the second person, rather, voted out of Survivor Pearl Islands. Gone too soon, Skinny Ryan. I've really had a chance on that tribe. I'm not sure you had a chance on any tribe, but... <laughs> <laughs> Poor Skinny Ryan. Some really good moments in this episode, um, particularly the spear stuff is pretty fun. Um, and the right. immunity challenge was pretty, pretty good, too. What was your guys's overall reaction to uh, this episode?
2: I thought the spear thing was incredible when he actually found it in the ocean. I felt like that was a huge metaphor for life.
0: <laughs> Go deeper.
2: <laughs> it was all about persi- like I felt inspired. Persistence. <laughs> You know, like sitting at work the next day on my computer. I can do this. Rupert found that spear. Find that
1: <laughs> spear. Find the spear. He swam around six football fields.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: but he found that spear. It was some quick math he did there, too. Yeah. He,
3: like, do you know how old Rupert is in this show? Like, in 2003? He seems like a, like a 13 year old. Like in the like the perseverance thing is definitely like that's more mature. Like I'm not saying that he's childish in it, but he's just like he's so like, there's just so much like genuine joy in Rupert's life. <laughs> uh, at the time of filming, he was thirty nine. Yeah, wow. See, that's, that's like he's just he's so happy when he finally <laughs> finds it. And he's so distraught
0: when it's lost. Like everyone's actually like almost across the board a lot older than I thought they were looking yeah. at this. Well, maybe not across the board. Rupert's thirty nine, uh, Sandra's twenty nine. Huh. Okay,
2: that's fair.
0: Johnny Fairplay's twenty nine. I could see that too. Andrew is thirty nine. Yeah, the fishing, the fishing spear stuff was really good.
3: It's also like I felt so bad for it was Sean, right? This is how little time we spend on Drake that like I am legitimately not hundred sure that's his name. Who lost yeah, this Sean? Okay, he was like. That sucked for him. Like, when he came back and was just like, it was like, I lost it. Like, it was, like, I couldn't find it. And, like, he was out there, like, looking for it again. Like, yeah. It wasn't like he just gave up and was like, oh, I lost it. Nothing we can do. But, like, I felt so bad for him because of Rupert's reaction. Like, <laughs> like that sucked. <laughs> yeah. So that was, I mean, that, that was a great moment. I, was, I
0: don't know. I think we, we learned a lot about Austin in this one, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Uh, from his... Wanting to quit and then deciding against it, yeah, it—you get a lot of Austin this episode. And like, I don't know.
3: It was just so like he just—he was mentally done. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, he was such like he was such a hypochondriac. <laughs> he kept talking about like I'm just, like I'm gonna get pneumonia. I'm gonna be like breathing breathing blood and like your blood in my lungs and all this stuff. Well, like he
2: was just excuses. He was just done mentally. Just <laughs> mentally done. <laughs>
1: Could we say that his buzz was killed?
0: You could say that, <laughs> referencing his shorts. Of course, of course, yeah. <laughs> Austin wears shorts that say "buzzed" on them.
1: Yeah, I thought that he, just from the first episode to the second episode, he did like a complete like one eighty, because like he was like he was like a major go getter at the beginning of mm-hmm. the first episode, and then in this episode, you see him like at his absolute worst. And literally, yeah. it was only like, it's probably like day, like, what, three, four at this point? It didn't take him very long. to Well, get-
0: so each episode, each episode is, yeah, three days. in Yeah. Length. So this would be like day four, five, yeah, and six. Yeah, so it did
1: not take him very long to reach that
0: point either. So
3: he didn't. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Like, every and every time we're on the Morgan tribe, it just doesn't seem like they're doing anything. Like, they keep complaining about, like, sleeping arrangements and things like that. And it just doesn't seem like they're doing much to, like, fix their circumstances. That's true, yeah. Like they don't seem to have a lot of agency over their situation. It's just...
2: Yeah. I just think they lost the chance to be cohesive as a tribe, too. So it makes it harder to actually pull together, especially when they keep losing things, losing challenges. And things.
0: Yeah, yeah, both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you get, I think, a better sense in these earlier seasons of really, like, the physical, like, strain that this you know, show and experience has on you. It's like, of course, you know, you don't eat very much, right? Um, hmm. You're out in the wilderness. But also, like Andrew talks about it a number of times, you do not sleep. Like, it's impossible to sleep. Uh, yeah. So it's just like, it's such a physical strain to be out here for this. I
3: don't know. So what was what was the reward challenge again?
0: Yeah, so the reward was the one where... <laughs> Uh, There was the treasure chests in the water and they had to go and they had to swim out. Yeah, they had to swim out, uh, get the piece of treasure from the bottom of the ocean and then drop them in the chest and then take the chest back to sea or back to the shore. And yeah, Drake pretty much dominated from the start of that one. Yeah. And that's I think Morgan wanted to blame
3: Skinny Ryan for that. But I don't think that they did much in the way of making up time either. So like, I yeah. don't know. I, I I think like I think they really wanted to be quick to be like, oh, if like Skinny Ryan hadn't wasted so much time, we would have been in that. I kind of doubt that though. Like it just like R- Ryan Ryan O went out there and it, he took a minute to do it, and then Lillian took a while to do it, and I think Andrew went out there and he took time too. It was just I don't know. I kind of I
0: I kind of have doubts about. Morgan's blame game. Yeah, Skinny Ryan got them off to a bad start, but you're right. They also did nothing really to attempt to uh, really yeah, overcome that bad start. No one else gave like a performance that was much better than Skinny Ryan's. I made a note uh, to mention Jeff's sunglasses during this challenge. They're very early two thousands sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> very dark and very close to his eyeballs. <laughs> it also looked like Skinny Ryan did not use his arms when he was swimming. I remember a shot where he was like swimming and his arms seemed to be at his side. Like he was only
3: kicking. <laughs> yeah, like he just floated. Yeah, he, like, kind he, of. Could, sink. he couldn't he couldn't <laughs>
0: sink to save his life. <laughs> there were also more blurred in this uh challenge, so this is quickly becoming the season of blurred. There were there were a fair amount in episode one. Like, there were lots like,
3: in episode one. Yeah, there's so many. There's so many now, too, in, or in episode two. It's just like, this is a trend that is continuing. Lots of
0: blurs. The uh, Whichever artist's job is to go in and put the blurs in really made his money's worth <laughs> in this season.
1: So many blurs,
0: so many butts. Yeah. <laughs> blurs on blurs. Also a great metaphor
3: for life. Mm. Explain. <laughs> Block out the evil. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Don't give that. me credit for that.
1: <laughs> no, one of my big um takeaways also it just seems like just from watching past, like some of the more recent seasons, like Kind of get the gist, especially early on in Survivor games, when one tribe like gets on a roll, it seems like it just snowballs from there for the other tribe or tribes, as we see later on. It's like once you get behind and start losing people, and like you lose that depth, it's like it's very hard to come back Mm -hmm. from it. And I think that's what we're
3: beginning to see early on here. Well, yeah, and I mean, like to the victor goats the spoils. Like they they won the, the the piece of the treasure map and the. Shovel and then what else did they win something else this challenge besides uh, like going to pillage the other camp? They, yeah, it
0: was those three things the shovel, the looting, and the um, and the pillaging.
2: No, that was yeah, the map.
0: Oh, the looting, (laughs) (laughs) shovel, map, and looting. Yeah, so when is the pillaging? So what what
3: is the (laughs) pillaging? Those are synonyms. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Without, I mean, it was just like, it was just like that. Like they didn't, like they won the map, which is going to lead them to somewhere awesome. um, Or take them to something awesome. And then they got a chance to go to the other camp and make their life just like a little bit more miserable. Mm -hmm. And so all the problems that they were having with like sleeping up to that point were just compounded. In this moment, when Sandra takes up the tarp from
0: them.
2: And she was not tactful.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask about that. Like, what did you guys think of the way that Sandra handled going to loot this, um, the looting? And also, what were your thoughts on how, like, Morgan responded to her coming too?
2: I don't think she was thinking long term at all because it. Yeah. I mean, if she makes it through to the end, all of those people, that's their first impression of her, and they hate her now.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
3: But at the same time, like, what could she have taken that would have been, like...
2: Well, she could have at least, like, not been a jerk about it.
0: Morgan wasn't exactly cool about it either, though, because they were like, All right, well, if you get the tarp, you're going to have to get it yourself, or it's going to lay here.
3: Yeah, and that doesn't seem why, like...
0: You know, that she doesn't seem like a good move. Shelter.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like, that doesn't seem like a good move for them. Like, they could have gotten the tarp off probably without destroying the whole shelter and right. f- causing that much more work for them. Yeah, I don't think he either really did it
0: super well.
1: Yeah, I think if I'm in, if I was, like, in that situation, there is absolutely no way I am volunteering to be the person to steal from the other tribe. Like mm-hmm. At this point, I think I'm I'm ghosting it as much as possible.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask about that too. The strategy of like who you choose to send over, like what do you think goes into making that decision? Well, I mean, like some of the guys on,
3: who I think I feel like it's Rupert uh, on Drake says like there's like I absolutely do not want to be that person or something like that. Like yeah. he 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 actively or at least to the camera says like no, I'm not doing that because I mean. At some point, all these people are going to come together. Like Mm -hmm. You're all going to be on the same tribe again,
0: and you will always be the person that stole from them. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't think there's much upside to being the one that goes and loots. like Because your tribe is not necessarily going to like you more, because you're getting the thing no matter who you send over there. And that other tribe, right, they're going to have a bad taste in their mouth about you, because you've gone in and destroyed their home.
1: I will say, props to her for going in and like... she just, they let her completely destroy their fort and she went for it and she did it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. She really <laughs> untied those she leaves. She left her mark. Um, I did make a note at this point. uh Quote, Austin's pecs are ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) For whatever reason, in one of these scenes, his pecs were just bursting out of my TV like a stereoscopic 3D. Uh, It's also around here where Austin mentions quitting, that he is uh, thinking about quitting. And might I say uh, quitting and even the conversation about it is like the worst and most uninteresting thing in Survivor, if you ask me. Thankfully, in recent seasons, there's not been much of it. There's been medevacs, but no one, like, really quitting for a long time. But, man, there was a, a streak for a while where people were quitting left and right. And it's just, it's just, is boring and it's annoying.
2: Did people threaten to quit like Austin did or did, did they just quit?
0: People, like, quit. Yeah, they were just like, yeah. I can't do it anymore. There was a great moment. We'll get to it, you know, eventually as we do these seasons. But a guy quits for the second time. So he came on, he was brought back, and he quit again. And Jeff, like, berates him. It's like, there's so <laughs> many people. We've got, like, thousands and hundreds of thousands of people that apply to this show every year, and you've come on it twice and have quit both times. Like, this is disgraceful to Survivor. You should be ashamed. Oh, all my sort of stuff. But, uh, yeah, in that moment, I'm like, yeah, you should. Yeah. <laughs> this is just horrible to watch. It's just, I don't
3: know, like, it was such... The way Austin talked about quitting, though, it kind of like it, it was very disingenuous too. like he was like, I'll help you rebuild the shelter. But like that, I'm quitting. Yeah. And it just seems like why? Like, it
0: just
2: it seemed I'm sorry, I interrupted you, but it seemed like he was just using it as leverage. Like he knew that he wasn't actually like people weren't actually going to vote him out. He just could say those things because he had the power to do that. Does that make any sense?
0: Mm. Hmm. Interesting. I kind of see it, though. Like, he just wanted to prove his agency and saying, like, I'm going to quit.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And, I mean, people came up and said nice things to him afterwards. Maybe he just needed a pep talk. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's annoying when people quit. And uh, I'm glad he didn't. So we go back to Drake. Sean breaks the fishing spear. Right. Rupert mopes around. Uh, Christine. First mention of Christine in the podcast. Shouts to Christine. Uh, she, has when a, she
3: came on in this episode, I legitimate this moment of like, is she actually in this game? Yeah. I don't I still know don't who know you're
2: talking either. about. I'm going <laughs> to be honest.
0: Yeah, Christine's <laughs> the blonde girl on Drake. Um, oh, uh, was, yeah. Friends with computer Ripper. programmer? No. Um I don't know. Actually, no. She's the young, one.
2: the younger one.
0: Yeah, is she's the, pretty young. The, the, the one with the kind of deep voice. Okay. A little bit. Yeah. Okay, I
3: think.
1: Kind of taller.
0: Heard. She's blonde. Yeah. Oh, yeah. her. Sean came
3: back and claimed that like the, the current or the tide had been like throwing him up against the rocks, or like he couldn't swim in it anymore. Yep. And like yep. you're in a cove. <laughs> yeah. That's not. That's not how the ocean really works. Yeah. You're like. sitting in a giant bathtub essentially. <laughs> no, but what is? But what is uh, Sean? He's a. He's like a sales executive or like a marketing executive or something like that. Advertising sales. More meaningless words. Um. whatever
2: that means.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Sales. He's in sales. So it's just like, yeah, he, I don't know. He seems like, he seems like a kid who kind of
0: grew up like next to a forest, but never ever went into that forest. (laughs) (laughs) I will say too, I'm thankful that as Survivor progresses, the uh, casting gets more diverse, not just in like ethnicity, but in like personality and what they look like and the types of people they are. At first, it's very traditional, like, reality TV show casting, like, your cross-section of beautiful 23- to 35-year-olds mm-hmm. with an occasional Rupert and Lillian thrown in, right? Just to make uh, it interesting. Right. But it gets a lot more, like, dynamic as it goes on, so.
1: I was going to say, I remember, like, watching the, like, intro, and I was like, these people are beautiful. Yeah. Like, every one of them.
0: Yeah, I, I totally remember yeah similarly it's like man this is a really boring cast it's like yeah here's the young it, hot people it seems like they should be really interesting
3: people from time to time like uh dara oh,
2: yeah she's a
3: mortician yeah like, how dark is that we like, don't yeah, ever yeah, talk a about it it just comes up next
2: to her name all the time yeah
3: she's that's like, true it's just yeah it's just her title is mortician you're like can we talk about this? Like, you have the most <laughs> southern accent ever, and you're a mortician, and, like, we never talk about it. For sure. Like, it just, it seems like a bunch of people who were really interesting on paper, hmm. and just really weren't interesting in front of the camera at the same yeah. time. You know, like Lillian, like, oh, she's a scoutmaster. She'll probably be interesting to watch. She's really
0: not. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, Rupert inevitably finds the spear, lets out his primal howl, uh, and then we go to m- immunity. This is, uh, which one is this? It's the people tied to the dock that's getting yeah. pulled out to the ocean. Yeah, I thought this was a cool challenge design. I and too. a really unique one. The combination of like you, you know, trying to put the other tribe at a disadvantage while other people on your tribe are trying to like escape from the disadvantage they're being put in. Uh, I think that's an interesting one. And it, it, yeah, it ties into the whole pirate theme pretty well too.
3: Yeah, and I I like that it wasn't enough just to, like, solve the knot puzzle. Like, I love that the other tribe, like, actively was putting you at a disadvantage the longer it took you. So, you know, basically, the longer it took you, the harder the the whole thing got. I thought that was great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Morgan got the early lead on this one, actually. Um, Mm -hmm. Andrew untied his knots first and got into the water before anyone else did and let everyone else out first. But then... Yeah, they got the, uh, like, the bamboo stuff back to the the beach and just could not untie the bamboo thing, which is so asinine. Uh, I, and that's yeah. what allowed yeah, Rick a, to come in that and That wasn't
2: even part of the challenge. No, not
0: really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, also, there's this thing you just have to untie it. it's not a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> and They're stuck on it for yeah, a, it just, a long time. It just
3: seemed like you take the shoe off of the, the post that it's tied to and you move on. Like, like, right, right. It, you yeah. know, I, I don't understand why it was still like tied up when he got because like, it I don't know it's just like it didn't make any sense like why they were stuck on
0: this. <laughs> yeah, the same reason that they failed to look at their map to find their water in right. the first episode. Really,
1: just compounding the whole
0: thing, really. Well, and even then, they never got their they
3: never got to their flag before Drake hoisted their flag up. Right. And so, part of me wonders if they were even digging in the right spot. That's true, yeah They may have been in the wrong area Because, I mean, like, they were deep in that hole
0: <laughs>
2: There's no way they were in the right area
0: From what we've seen <laughs> Yeah,
2: honestly. they really struggle
0: <laughs> Poor,
2: poor Morgan Tribe
0: So, yeah, after this challenge Imagine just, like, the demoralization then Of losing over and over and over And having, like, no consolation to it As people are coming in We talked about it a little bit earlier And, like, taking your stuff You're voting people out
1: I was going to say, yeah, it's got to be so frustrating for the Morgan tribe. They are definitely struggling through the first couple episodes here just to even, well, as we see, they're getting, their losses are getting worse and worse as, yeah. we, as we go yeah.
3: along. Well, yeah. And especially in this one where it's like they had the lead. Yeah. They had a the significant face. lead. Yeah. And they still couldn't bring it in. Like, that's just, I don't know how you, like, I don't know how you bounce back from that. Like, that's, that's rough. You can't you can't go home and get a good night's sleep and be like yeah well, you know pick it up tomorrow or anything for like, sure It's yeah. just
0: everything just compounds we kind of talked about it before but it's just like such a snowball you know yeah well and now you're
3: you're 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 what you're you're six you're six days seven days into this now something like that you're a week mm-hmm. into it yeah. like you're how many there's thirty nine days total so we're at six so there's thirty three days
0: left. Totally. Yeah, you're just starting. Um, so now we're back at the Morgan tribe, right? And they're contemplating who to vote out. Uh, Austin tells Skinny Ryan to vote for him because he wants to quit. Um, and I'm reminded in this moment that usually it's these guys who are built like Austin that have the hardest time on Survivor. Like the, It's almost counterintuitive, but the guys that are like, super buff. Um, If you, again, watch Survivor regularly, the most recent season, uh, Cole falls into this category, too. He's super ripped, super buff, and he had the hardest time out there because it's these guys that need tons of calories and have, like, no fat to burn, you know? And so it's people, honestly, who are built like Rupert who are set up the best for this. You kind of look at them and you're like, oh, they're fat, they're going to struggle, but they have... Lots of fat to like consume uh, and to lose before it starts to be a huge deal, right?
3: And that's gotta feel. I mean, like your body is gonna gonna start like breaking down if there's no fat on it. If it's just pure muscle, that makes sense.
2: I never thought about that. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: So yeah, people, you know, when you're training to go on Survivor, say to like lose, like to gain weight, you know, and don't bulk up so much that. Like, at least muscle-wise, that you're in that boat. Yeah.
1: Have the second
0: slice of pizza. <laughs> yeah, that's slice. right. Going on Survivor. <laughs> Going on Survivor, man. So uh, another funny, like not self-aware moment at Tribal. Um, Jeff asks Lillian to grade the tribe. Do you guys remember this? And she gives an yeah. A. Yeah. She gives them, quote, an A-plus for spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Right. right, She fails
3: to say that, but... uh, It was also, like, it was a funny question because he phrased it in this, like, as a scoutmaster, grade everybody. And, like, that's not what happens in Boy
0: Scouts. You don't grade (laughs) (laughs) people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Jeff clearly was not a Boy Scout. Right. (laughs) So going into the vote here, who did you think was going home? Did you think it was pretty much Austin or Skinny Ryan, right? Did you think that people were going to stick with Austin's call to vote for him or that they were going to turn on Skinny Ryan?
2: I was just so convinced that Austin was done that I was really Mm -hmm. expecting him to go.
1: See, I was almost the opposite. I never, I don't, I don't think I ever truly believed the Austin thing and I'm, I I could be wrong. I don't think I'm not sure if the tribe ever believed it either. I was more thinking Skinny Ryan was going to take the fall for the challenges and
3: stuff like that. Hmm. See, I think. I think Austin wanted to quit, but I don't think he was ever going to say I quit or vote himself out. So what I was expecting is for Austin. I was expecting Skinny Ryan to go, but I was expecting I wasn't expecting Austin to vote for him. Okay. So I was expecting like a majority to still vote for Ryan, skinny Ryan, but I didn't expect Austin to suddenly be in on this. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you actually can't vote for yourself. Really? Yeah. You just okay. have to you just say I yeah, quit. Well, so, like yeah. And like he he knew like he knew Ryan was going to go if he voted for him. Right. So like that, you know, if if you want to go out, if you want to be voted out and you can't vote for yourself, then. You got to vote for someone else, you know, Andrew or something like that, someone, you know, that's not going. So I, I. I didn't I didn't expect Austin to go, but I didn't expect Austin to be a part of the group that voted out Skinny Ryan. Sure.
0: Yeah, there was a really frustrating strategy or I guess lack of strategy moment in this tribal too where Jeff was – because, right, Jeff knows everything that's going on, right? Every The producers prompt him on what's been happening at the tribe so he can ask the questions to try and get him to talk about it, right? Yeah. So he is basically trying to get Skinny Ryan to say, hey, Austin told me he wants to quit, right? And so Ryan says essentially like, yeah, someone even told me they wanted to quit. <laughs> and Jeff's like – Oh, that's interesting. Who? And he's like, well, I'm not going to tell you, (laughs) which is such a stupid, frustrating thing to do. Knowing that you're on the bottom, why would you not throw him under the bus there? Like, I don't know if it would have saved him. I think maybe the everybody had already figured out what they were going to do. But like, there's no reason to not throw him under the bus and say, yeah, Ryan said he's going to or Austin said he's going to quit. We should vote for him because he doesn't want to be here. It's just so dumb.
3: Yeah, it also like you're not hiding that information from anyone. Yeah, like, yeah that's who, true. Who in the tribe doesn't know that he has that that he said he wants to quit? The audience definitely knows, and yeah. you know that Jeff knows. So, yeah. what are you doing?
2: <laughs> but do we think that Skinny Ryan knew? Like, do we think Skinny Ryan knew that he was going to be voted out at this point?
0: He has to know that he's in the conversation, unless he's just so. Unaware of what's going on, right? And yeah, he might think that
3: he might think that Austin's going, but even still, why wouldn't he say it? Right? <laughs> yeah, pretty dumb. Yeah, that just, that doesn't make any sense. And that's not something I thought about until you brought it up. That it was stupid that he said that.
1: Um, one thing. There's a quote. I think. Yes. I th- Um I forget what even was, but oh it's the it was when they found the sphere. (laughs) I should have said this when they were talking about it, but um Rupert finds it and they're like, where was it? And he goes, in the ocean. Oh
0: yes. (laughs) yes.
1: (laughs) I don't know why I just remembered that, but I heard that I lost it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's really funny.
1: It's like the most Rupert thing ever to say. (laughs) Yeah. I just feel like Rupert is just the most extra person to ever have been on Survivor.
3: Yeah, so, like, in that moment, he, he asked uh, Sean, like, "Did the, does the tribe know yet? And it's like, no, you just found it, and you just told me. And, like, it was it was just, like, kind of a dumb question. Like, how would they know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is very extra. He's, like, I, I think if you were to poll, you know, a cross-section of America who doesn't actively watch Survivor and say, like, hey, who's someone who was on Survivor? Rupert would surely be the top answer. Don't you think? I think, I think so. that
2: because I live in Indiana. I remember my uh, dad saw him on a plane once, and it was a huge deal.
0: True. Yeah, I guess we are biased because we live in the state he lives in. Yeah, because that's like, you
3: remember when he, like, ran for office like three or four years ago? <laughs> yeah. Like ever, like I have no idea what position he was running for, but like I know that he was running for some kind of office in his county. I mean, the only other one I could think of would maybe be Boston Rob.
2: Oh, I forgot about him.
3: Yeah, I remember Richard because he got like in trouble for tax evasion or something. <laughs> yeah, he was also uh, in the first season. Let's I, if I like, yeah, I was like, if I had to guess, I think he was a winner, and that's why it was so ridiculous that he got. Mm-hmm. Conference activation, like everyone right. saw you win a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, you doing. Yeah, it's like you won. Yeah, and it's and it's entertaining. Like as as yeah. obnoxious some of the things are, or as kind of like dumb, like random challenges seem or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. like I I find myself talking
0: about it. Yeah,
2: I'm way more <laughs> yeah. into this than I thought I would be. I'm pretty. I'm invested. so happy
0: to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> this is seriously, I. There's so many people in my life that be- after we have become friends, I have convinced to watch Survivor. And Emily, your response is like the common response. It's such a good show and no <laughs> one expects to like it. But then people watch it and they're like, I can't believe I like this so much. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I know. <laughs> it's great. I
2: never, I never watched it with you in college. This is me breaking yeah. down and here we are and I'm happy about it.
0: So <laughs> thank you. Yeah. You, it better late than never. Cool. Well, hey, thanks for listening, guys. This has been Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. Uh, Next time on Outwatch, we will be going through season or episode three of Survivor Pearl Islands. This one is called United We Stand Divided We Dot, 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 question mark. Divided we what? Tune in next time to find out what happens when we are divided. Uh, Thanks for listening. Bye, guys.